Welcome to Reclaiming Confidence, your go-to podcast for people who want to find peace with food, quit binge eating and heal their food and body relationship. I'm your coach, Nicole Lillian. Welcome to episode seven, Wowzers, episode seven. You made it this far. Congratulations. Clap, 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 clap. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about the three types of eating behavior. We're very quick to just assume that we are binge eaters if we feel like we are overeating. But there's a couple of requirements to take into consideration before you do label yourself a binge eater. Plus, if you are assuming that you are a binge eater, you might be putting yourself into a hole way too quickly and that can cause some problems mentally and psychologically for yourself. So let's not dig the hole if it doesn't need to be dug, right? Let's begin by mentioning the three types of eating behaviors and then I'm going to walk you through what they even mean. Like how can you identify what eating behavior you've picked up along the way so then you can take the appropriate action and do what's going to help you heal that behavior for better results and so you can be more of the person that you want to be. And we have compulsive eating, binge eating, emotional eating and actually you know what here's a bonus we also have mindless eating. This one is very common and it gets misunderstood for binge eating quite often so I think that's important that I mention that one in this episode. When I discovered that there was different types of eating behaviors, I was like, oh, wow. Okay. So now that I understand that compulsive eating means this and binge eating means this, emotional eating means this and mindless eating means this, I then knew what I was doing on a psychological level and what I could then do about it. Because what you need to do for emotional eating will not work for binge eating. I've tried it. So let's get into the juices of what all these mean, starting with compulsive eating. Compulsive eating was the second kind of behavior I adopted after mindless eating. So it started off as mindless eating and compulsive eating is when you were kind of controlled by timing. So you have to eat a meal at this time. You can't eat past this time. It's this unforeseen rule book that I don't know who the fuck made and that shit can go away because you can have carbs after a certain time. You can eat early in the morning. It doesn't matter if you've eaten from 4am all the way to 10pm at night. It doesn't matter. Your body doesn't know time. It has a circadian rhythm, but if it needs food, it will tell you. And if you're connected to your body, then you will know when that is and you'll honor her enough. And believe it or not, you won't gain weight. You'll sustain a weight. You won't have like massive slumps of energy. You'll feel great and you'll sleep great and your stress will be good and all these other things will be fan-freaking-tastic. That's my little rant. Anyways, let's come back to the talk. Compulsive eating. Another thing that you might be doing if you're a compulsive eater is you will start to eat because you're hungry, but then after you start eating, you turn into this mindless eater where you ravish in the rest of your food and before you know it you've eaten 
heaps of other stuff in your fridge, in your pantry, and you quite often don't necessarily sit down to eat it. Like you're right in the moment of eating that meal and you're not going to move, you're going to eat it. That's a compulsive eating behavior. With binge eating, this one is similar to compulsive eating, except the binge urge doesn't come from hunger necessarily. It can come from unconscious hunger, meaning that, hey, maybe you're not hungry, but maybe you've been mentally restricting, so the urge comes up randomly. But it's when you have this uncontrollable urge that comes up at a time that's unexplainable, there's no reason for it, and for whatever reason you feel like this urge takes over you, and no matter what you're saying to yourself, like, don't eat that, why are you doing this? you're a piece of shit, you should be better than this, you should be smarter than this, you know this isn't a good thing to do, why are you still doing this? Those kind of moments, that's the binge urge and before you know it, you're sitting on the couch, you've finished heaps of food and you're left to the point of serious discomfort in your stomach. Binge eating, in the technical terms, they say that you have to have eaten yourself Till stuffed, completely in pain in your stomach for you to be considered a binge eater. And it needs to have happened almost every week for at least three months before they will clinically diagnose you as having BED. Now, in my experience with clients, it always starts with something, some kind of symptom that isn't exactly binge eating yet, but it can lead to it. So my advice to you right now is if you feel like something is up, you owe it to yourself to do something about it. Don't wait for it to get worse because then it's a little bit more of a uphill battle. I've seen so many people leave it thinking that it will get better, thinking that they will get better because they'll go on another diet or whatever it might be, and it doesn't. I literally cry for these people, but I know that everybody's got to go on their own journey so they can go on their appropriate healing journey at the right time, and I totally respect that. With emotional eating, You'll know you're emotionally eating because you only ever really pick up food and feel out of control with food or feel like you numb out with food a lot whenever you're experiencing an emotion. And quite often these emotions are sadness, loneliness, stress and boredom. That's what studies show. I also feel like you could be extremely happy to emotionally eat or angry Because for me, when I was happy, eating food was considered a reward and I would actually emotionally eat when I was happy as well, which is really weird. You don't often hear people talk about that. It's often when they're bored, they're sad or they're lonely. They're just sitting on the couch watching Netflix, right? Like totally totally, um, zoning out, vegging out like we all do sometimes and it's nice to have some food there. I totally agree. And I think that there's this whole stigma that it's not normal, it's not safe, it's not healthy. And so that's where diet culture can take a big F you up its ass. (laughs) Anyways, let's come back to it. If you can't tell, I'm super ranty today, feeling sassy. Whatever's hitting home for you right now, take it. What have we done here? So we've talked about compulsive eating, binge eating and emotional eating. Let's quickly talk about mindless eating. So by now, you should understand that there's three different types of eating behaviors and depending on what you're doing will depend on which one of those categories you fall under, therefore will change the tools or 
the healing that maybe you need to go through first. But one thing I will say here is that the food behavior is a symptom. It's the symptom of something that is happening on a deeper level. And without a doubt, every single client, when I say every single client, I'm not over-exaggerating here, every single client who sees me when they are dealing with emotional and binge eating behaviors, and even people who do have diagnoses, that thing, they have trauma. And once they have released the trauma, they're binge eating, emotional eating behaviors disappear. And all we need to do with them is give them the tools to emotionally regulate, understand their emotions, make peace with their emotions and make peace with food because everybody has a little bit of a problem in that area. So then once we've gone through the trauma release, it's basically gone. And then once we go through rewiring the brain, you could say, It's so cool because even when they're in highly emotional situations, like we have a human experience, doesn't matter what goes on in their life, they don't go back to the food. They don't find themselves digging digging another hole to feel shit about binge eating again. It's really cool. And the reason why I share that with you is because if you think that it's just going to be enough to go and change some food rules, it's 95% not going to be enough. Mindless eating, yeah. Mindless eating is something everybody does, by the way, just in case you didn't know that that was a normal thing. And I feel like it's heavily misunderstood. Mindless eating isn't in fact mindless. You have chosen to do it. You just haven't liked that you've chosen to do it. And so then we call it mindless. Now, let's be super real. Just take a moment to be so real with yourself for a second. When you consider yourself mindlessly eating... Do you really notice that you're being mindless? And if you said yes, then you're not being mindless still. (laughs) Do you see what I'm saying? You're well aware of what you're doing. The reason why a lot of people consider it to be mindless eating is because they feel like they're snacking in times and spaces with things that they shouldn't be eating. And that is a food rule. So my conclusion that I've drawn here is mindless eating is driven by food rules and the mindlessness has a lot of guilt around it and frustration around it simply because there is a rule there. Guilt is only ever present when we have some kind of rule or belief going on in our head about what is right or wrong about that situation that we just did. Becoming aware isn't the answer. Becoming conscious about it isn't the answer because you're well aware already that the mindless eating is happening. The word of it doesn't even really make sense if you ask me. But when I tell clients this, they're like, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. I see this now. I've actually just been bullshitting myself for so long. No wonder I couldn't actually work my way through this. And sometimes you're probably just not even feeding yourself enough. And quite often people are under eating real bad, not overeating, they're under eating. And because they're under eating, it leads to overeating to compensate for heaps of deprivation and unconscious restriction. It's, it's crazy. It's a really random, well, not random, it's totally explainable, but frustrating cycle. Now that you understand the four types of eating behaviors, since I gave you a bonus talk on mindless eating... If you know anybody who needs to hear this, 
understand what's going on for them so they can take the appropriate action to start healing their relationship with food. Please share this with them. Post it to your socials. Go on. You know you want to. Share it. Yell it to the well. There is no shame in telling people that you give a shit about yourself and your education. Tag me at Nicole Lillian on Instagram. I have a heap of links in my show notes to apply for the Reclaiming Confidence program, which is the ultimate reclamation to heal your food and body relationship. I ain't joking. If you want to hear more about it, ask me and don't even take my word for it. Go and ask all the other women who have been in this container. It's freaking magic. So if you're finished and gone with all this BS, reach out my girl, go into my show notes, have a look at what's there and it'll direct you to wherever you need to be called to. Until next time, guys, keep believing that you can. Bye-bye now. (music) 